Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. Accelerator Podcast. Hunter Lowry here. I'm a financial advisor and my goal is to help you to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. Well, guys, if you are not invested today, I am very sorry. (laughs) We talked about this. We have talked about this day. I said it, I don't remember, it was either Monday or Tuesday of this week. I can't remember which podcast it was, but I told you guys there was a potential for a very big update and a very big update we got. (laughs) We had midterm elections going on this week. CPI numbers are out today, which is the consumer price index, basically the main indicator of how inflation is doing. And as we've talked about, you know, constantly on the podcast, that's been the main battle that we are facing as investors right now. And the Fed is fighting. The inflation concerns have been one of the most pressing issues of 2022. So the CPI numbers, they came out today, like I said, and we saw a 7.7% increase over the last year's period. Economists were expecting a 7.9% increase. And then month over month, CPI was up 0.4%. The expectation was 0.5. So sounds like, yeah, whatever, Hunter, big whoop. You know, we we beat it by 0.2 or 0.1%, depending on the period. I mean, who cares? That's nothing. But hey, I'm telling you, it's a sign that we're headed in the right direction with the inflation battle. And now, you know, investors start to have the thought, maybe the Fed can get to a position where they can start easing up on their tightening policies. Maybe they're not going to have to raise rates so quickly and uh, pump the metaphorical brakes on the economy quite so hard. But again, who knows if that can happen yet. But at least that's that's what investors are thinking. Remember, the market is forward looking. It's not worried about what happened six months ago or even what's happening today. It's thinking about what's going to potentially happen in the future. So any signs that inflation might be slowing down and that there's any potential chance for the Fed to slow down on their tightening of the economy is a great, great thing for the stock market. And we are in no way out of the woods yet with the inflation battle. It's still going to be coming up. It's still an issue. But again, just getting that that sign of inflation slowing down a little bit, it's great for us. And again, I had mentioned to you guys, hey, we could get a big update with these two events that's going on this week. And if we get that big update, I hope that you do not feel the need to change your portfolio because if you do, it's too late. You already missed it. We can't be doing that. (laughs) And as I'm recording this podcast, the market actually has not quite closed yet. It's about to close here pretty soon, but um, the numbers could change a little bit. I would be extremely shocked if they changed dramatically. But currently, S&P is up about 5%. Dow's up 3.5%. The NASDAQ, holy moly, is up 6.5%. I mean, come on now. That's what we like to see in the market, right? That is a great, great update. And I really, really hope that you did not miss out on it because of being driven by fear and sitting in all cash on the sidelines. 
Remember, market volatility works both ways, guys. It's not always meaning that it goes down. Volatility is not a negative only word. It can go up. It can go down. We cannot play the get in and get out of the market timing game because you cannot afford to ride the market down, panic, sell at the bottom, and miss the big days that bring us back up. As an investor, which everybody that listens to this podcast, I hope that that's what you are. If not, it's what you're going to become, an investor, not a gambler. (laughs) You are an investor who has a financial plan and has a clear sight on your financial goals that you want to accomplish. You cannot chase the market. You can't see a huge update, rush back to your computer, try to buy back in and get aggressive in your portfolio again. It's too late. So, Again, another way that you can avoid doing this, obviously we talk about the planning aspect all the time, but there's an emotional aspect to it. I understand that. It's easier said than done. When your account's down 20%, it is hard to just say, yeah, I'll stay the course. I mean, everybody knows, right? It's it's no surprise that that's the right answer. You should stay invested and continue contributing. You already know that. But when you actually look at your statement and you see your portfolio down that much, it's different than just talking about it. So there is a product that I use with my clients to kind of, again, help talk about this situation and make sure that you are prepared before it happens. And it's called Riskalyze. If you've never used it, it's absolutely fantastic. And what it does is it gives you a basically a speedometer for what your risk profile is because it's so, so important to understand what your risk profile is so that we can stick to that. Now, what happens is, we utilize this system and you go through and you answer a questionnaire. Basically, you know, if this happens, what would I do? If, if my portfolio was down 10% and I lost $10,000, would I cash it out or would I be willing to continue investing? And, and it keeps asking you all these different questions uh, with various scenarios that could happen. And it gives you a risk number that is what you are comfortable with. And again, there's no such thing as a perfect risk metric. I mean, it's impossible to have it exactly dialed into what you're comfortable with. But if we can go through an exercise like that and you can see it, it's something about actually seeing those numbers and, and having that, that gut reaction. You know, if you put in $100,000 and your account's down to 80000 and you see that on the screen, what would you do? And I really like taking my clients through that exercise again, because it's one thing just to talk about it, but if you can see it on the screen and actually have that gut reaction hit you a little bit where your stomach tightens a little bit and say, yes, I'm okay with seeing that. I know that the market will still come back. You know, I'm okay with taking on that sort of a type of risk. Then again, we don't have to make major changes. We've already had the conversation because the markets are going to go up and down, but over the long run, if you continue contributing and continue staying long-term diversified, you're going to do well. And again, not having a good idea of what your levels of risk are is exactly what can cause you to panic sell or panic buy. You know, again, if you didn't ever talk to somebody about it, you thought you were a very risk, uh, willing to take on a lot of risk within your investments, your account's down 25% this year, you sell, uh, you got scared, now you see the market's going up, you run back to your computer because you feel like you're gonna miss the good updates that are coming and you wanna be aggressive again. We cannot continue to have those type of habits. It's not going to help you win over the long run. So if you are interested in going through the risk alize process and figuring out exactly what your your risk measure is and, and what your risk appetite is, I'm more than happy to go through that process with you. But right now, guys, I think this is going to continue to be a theme for quite a while. And that is in this current market, when it rains, it pours, both good and bad. 
be a long-term investor, be diversified, and do not keep making huge changes to your portfolio. Again, I hope that you just saw today and you were like, man, this is perfect. I've been set up for this. And you did not make a single trade today because you were already set up in a position that you could take advantage of the good days and help limit the downside losses. Stick to your financial plan, do not chase the headlines, and keep making consistent contributions and you're going to win over the long run. And guys, if I can help out, if I can help you build that financial plan and help you reach your financial goals while taking on less risk, I would love to chat. You can head over to my website at hunterlowry.com, book a discovery call with myself one-on-one. It is completely free and you can get a link right to my personal calendar. So I hope everybody's enjoying the big update. We'll see what happens uh, tomorrow, Friday to close out this crazy week. Uh, But for now, it's a great day to have a great day, everybody. Take care.